This is Chris McGregor with information on how you can help Discerning Hearts continue our mission during our summer appeal. We at Discerning Hearts have tried to offer you a faith-filled apostolate that offers you a place to rest and where you can find peace that comes with union with God. We feature some of the world's foremost spiritual guides who offer various teachings on prayer, discernment, and the spiritual journey. As we move through the summer of 2020, in all honesty, to make it to the end of the year, we're going to need your help. If you can help us with your prayers and possibly a monetary gift that is fully tax-deductible, we would greatly appreciate it. You can donate by accessing the Donate button in the Discerning Hearts free app or on the discerninghearts.com website. Thank you, and God bless from all of us at Discerning Hearts. Discerninghearts.com, in cooperation with the Missionary Benedictines of Christ the King Priory, presents The Holy Rule of St. Benedict, A Spiritual Path for Today's World, with Father Mauritius Vildi. Father Mauritius did his philosophical, theological, and doctoral studies in Rome. He is the author of numerous books, including I Want to Understand You, Encountering Foreign Worlds with a Little Prince, The New Image of God's Image, Meister Eckhart on Image and Theology, Peter and Paul, Models of Decision-Making, and On the Way, Benedict's Journey for Spiritual Maturity. Father Mauritius also serves as the prior of Sant'Anselmo in Rome. The Holy Rule of St. Benedict, a spiritual path for today's world, with Father Mauritius Vildi. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. Father Mauritius, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Delving deeper into the heart of the Benedictine rule, the holy rule given to us by Holy Father Benedict, we shouldn't be surprised that he would address probably one of the most important things that the human condition brings to us, and that's suffering. Mm-hmm. That is true. It's it's not a very popular topic, actually. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that St. Benedict uh, treats this topic extensively in his rule, but it appears. And what he has to say in this regard is really helpful and really uplifting. I think we live in a culture that tries to avoid suffering and pain, which is basically okay and a healthy thing. It's a sign of health if we don't want to suffer. On the other hand, maybe we have become a little bit extreme. We want to avoid any kind of pain. So we have cane pillars for everything. And we throw the pills in right away, even when we feel the slightest indication of pain. I once watched a conference um, held by doctors, and they uh, put as a goal, they want to achieve that there is no pain anymore around the world. They want to eradicate pain totally. And I thought, okay, that's an honest goal. But first of all, I'm wondering if they really will achieve this ever. Mm-hmm. And the other question was, should we avoid any kind of pain? Or is there some suffering and pain in our lives that has a meaning and shouldn't be eliminated right away or even cannot be eliminated? There are many types of suffering as well. The physical pain, of course, but also emotional 
suffering that can find its origins, maybe in that physical pain, but, but maybe something even more insidious. And it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because we do want to to alleviate pain, and and God doesn't want us to suffer, does He? That is true. In contrary, we we can see if we look into Jesus's life, He came to take the pain away and the suffering away. He came to heal the people. He came to bring joy. He came to bring relief. So again, it's a tricky topic. I know this. So we, if we focus too much on suffering, uh, that's not good. I think in the course of church's history, there has been a time when the church focused very strongly on the suffering, and that was in the in the Gothics, uh, in the medieval time, when um, people strongly looked at Jesus who suffers. And there are kind of waves in our, in the spirituality of the church, and this might not be the wave today, but still, just for me personally, it is, for me personally, it is consoling that suffering has a place in our spirituality and in our religion, that there is an answer to the fact that I suffer. I have to admit I suffer. There are things that I suffer from, mm -hmm. and... I do all I can to get rid of the suffering, but sometimes I cannot on what I'm going to do then. And our religion and our spirituality teaches us, don't be afraid of that. Um, there's an answer. It's part of the mystery of why God would allow his son, that God himself would take on suffering. Yes, he became man fully, and he wanted to have the full experience of being a human being. And the only thing he did not experience was sin. But suffering, it seems, as Jesus himself was suffering, he might want to teach us, this is part of your life. Not, maybe not the most important part, hopefully, but it is can be part of your life. So this is encouraging as well, that Jesus, the Son of God, suffered, which is in itself a miracle because you would think why he who had the opportunity and the capacity to avoid suffering, why didn't he do it? Pain in suffering, again, whether it's physical or emotional, is as acutely felt by those who suffer it in third world conditions as well as those who have material means and maybe an overabundance in some cases, the pain they feel is still pain. Pain is pain. Very much so. Sometimes physical pain is not, not so hard to bear compared with emotional pain. Or you can even suffer from not having a meaning in your life, not seeing a purpose of your life anymore. This can cause pain, and this manifests in physical pain. So I agree. I haven't seen any any person on this world who has no pain at all. It's just part of it. And even people who are very good in avoiding it, you can see that there are, there are areas uh, where they have to suffer from. Maybe to in order to find an answer, we could look at 
chapter 7 of our rule, of the rule of St. Benedict, what he says to this topic. He says, The fourth step of humility is that in this obedience under difficult, unfavorable, or even unjust conditions, the monk's heart quietly embraces suffering and endures it without weakening or seeking escape. For scripture has it, anyone who perseveres to the end will be saved, and again be brave of heart and rely on the Lord. Another passage shows how the faithful must endure everything, even contradiction, for the Lord's sake, saying in the person of those who suffer, for your sake we are put to death continually. We are regarded as sheep marked for slaughter. They are so confident in their expectation to reward from God that they continue joyfully and say, but in all this we overcome because of him who so greatly loved us. Elsewhere scripture says, O God, you have tested us, you have tried us as silver is tried by fire, you have led us into a snare, you have placed afflictions on our backs. Then to show that we ought to be under a superior, it adds, you have placed men over our heads. In truth, those who are patient amid hardships and unjust treatment are fulfilling the Lord's command when struck on one cheek, they turn the other, when deprived of their coat, they offer their cloak also, when pressed into service for one mile, they go for two. With the Apostle Paul, they bear with false brothers, endure persecution, and bless those who curse them. <laughs> for me, it's very interesting that the suffering that St. Benedict addresses is not so much physical suffering, it's more you suffer from your brothers from living in the community. If you wish, you can apply this to family life as well. So how much worries can cause members of our families to us or our role that we play in this family. So anyway, this is what Benedict probably from his background takes. He says, suffering can be caused by superiors. Very interesting. <laughs> suffering can be caused uh, by false brothers, by persecution, injustice. These are the things he mentions. But I think we can interpret this chapter not only in this regard, but also can apply this to other areas where we suffer. It, it does seem that, at least when examining, say, the lives of the saints, or maybe those that we've known that are seem so holy in our own families, that have endured physical suffering, and yet they seem to have a joy about them. Is it that in sometimes physical suffering, the will is such an active member of, I can, I'll make through this, I'll make the best of it. I mean, there's something about physical suffering that the the will can unite 
with the body and in working with it or against it. Absolutely. I think the the will and the attitude and the way how you deal with the fact that you have pain at the moment and cannot change it, that makes a big, big difference. Makes a big difference. But then that that will in the interior, that ability to be able to endure that, it is it's grounded in the heart. It has its its anchor, its origins within the human heart. So if the human heart is suffering, and I think that's, you know, what I hear you as you were bringing us, but particularly in Rule 7, are those things when that gets crushed, that pain and that suffering, it almost makes the living out any aspect of your life so much more painful and difficult. That That is very true. Um, and we are not talking about just positive thinking here. So positive attitude helps you through and maybe even heals you, <laughs> this kind of stuff. It's it's important to be positive. But um, here we talk about something to embrace suffering in a deeper way and, in this context, to approach it spiritually. So the question you might ask is, the pain I face is it really necessary? That would be the first question as for discernment. There's a lot of pain that is not necessary. <laughs> we cause it ourselves. We, we make our life hard and not bearable. Maybe we can change and turn around and get rid of this pain. But there might be still a rest that cannot be changed. And then we should ask ourselves, does the Lord really want this to be? And what is his thinking about my situation? So the question really is to bring this suffering into contact with Jesus, connected with Jesus. This is what St. Benedict says in the prologue. He says, never swerving from his instructions then, but faithfully observing his teaching in the monastery until death, we shall through patience share in the sufferings of Christ that we may deserve also to share in, this, in his kingdom. Share in the sufferings of Christ. This is one wonderful way to overcome pain or to at least be able to go through pain to connect it with the suffering of Christ. To look at the crucifix, to pray, and to say, my suffering may be now your suffering, or your suffering may be now my suffering. And to make this one, to connect it with Jesus. For me personally, this is the only way how to give sense to suffering. It, it's St. Paul, isn't it? He says that we make up what's lacking in the suffering of Christ. And what a mystery is that? I mean, how can there be anything lacking? And yet it's scripture. It gives us something to ponder, doesn't it? Yes, this is in the letter to the Colossians. I fill up in my flesh 
what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions. I think we can only understand this if we see the body of Christ, the Church, as one. And that makes Christ really present today. So he is still suffering. And if I am honored to be a part of it, I might also contribute a little bit to the salvation of the world, which is done by Jesus Christ. But as you said, this is it's hard to grasp. <laughs> We'll return in just a moment to The Holy Rule of St. Benedict, a spiritual guide for today's world with Father Mauritius Fildi. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app in which you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Deacon James Keating, Mike Aquilina, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, and so many more are found on the Discerning Hearts free app. Did you also know that you can stream Discerning Hearts programming on numerous streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and so many more. And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has the YouTube page? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts. Glorious St. Benedict, sublime model of virtue, pure vessel of God's grace, behold me humbly kneeling at your feet. I implore you in your loving kindness to pray for me before the throne of God. To you I have recourse in the dangers that daily surround me. Shield me against my selfishness and my indifference to God and to my neighbor. Inspire me to imitate you in all things. May your blessing be with me always, so that I may see and serve Christ in others and work for his kingdom. Graciously obtain for me from God those favors and graces which I need so much in the trials, miseries, and afflictions of life. Your heart was always full of love, compassion, and mercy toward those who were afflicted or troubled in any way. You never dismissed without consolation and assistance anyone who had recourse to you. I therefore invoke your powerful intercession, confident in the hope that you will hear my prayers and obtain for me the special grace and favor I earnestly implore. Help me, great Saint Benedict, to live and die as a faithful child of God, to run in the sweetness of his loving will, and to attain the eternal happiness of heaven. Amen. Hello, my name is Deacon Omar Gutierrez, and I want to ask you to support Discerning Hearts in a special way. We, Chris McGregor, the board, and I all know that not everyone listening can help financially. We know we have listeners from all parts of the world, and we have made a commitment since the beginning to make the truths shared through Discerning Hearts totally free. So while you may not be able to contribute financially, what you can do is certainly pray, but also give us positive reviews on whatever platform you use to listen to us. 
If it's iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, however it is that you get these podcasts, or if you're on YouTube and you like our videos, please give us a good rating and write a review. The more good ratings and reviews we get, the higher our profile, and the more listeners will discover us, listeners who may have the means to contribute in the future. Please consider rating us and writing a positive review today. We now return to The Holy Rule of St. Benedict, a spiritual guide for today's world with Father Mauritius Fildi. Paul would instruct, would he not, Father Mauritius, in Galatians uh, chapter 2, verse 20, where he speaks of the suffering of Christ and that it is not I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. So uh, an understanding of that relationship with God, that he is not out there watching, but it's Christ who lives in me. It's, And then we can understand the saints when they say, what was it, Teresa of Avila, who would say, you're his hands, you're his feet, you're his eyes, you're his... We, we become united with him. Yes. This is, I think, the best way to overcome suffering or to give it a meaning that we place ourselves just next to the cross of Christ and to try to find a connection. And we don't have to make it. We, we cannot make this connection. Let Jesus himself make this connection. Let, let him tell you what might be the meaning of it. And this changes dramatically the way how you deal with the suffering. Then you get the strength you need, you get the consolation you need. People are coming and console you, people you need. Maybe you know this beautiful crucifix that is engraved on the medal, the medal of St. Benedict, this famous medal. This is a cross. And these initials, C, S, P, B, mean Crux Sancti Patri Benedicti. This is the cross of our Holy Father Benedict. So at the heart of this medal, there's the cross. And I guess this is so because the monks have always been experienced that there is suffering included in our lives, but with the help of Christ we can overcome it. We, we, we offer up our suffering for him. I know all these words are a little bit too short. They really don't fit what, what is meant, but maybe the way how you expressed it um, it's all about becoming one with Christ, and that involves suffering. Think about the martyrs who give their life, lives for Christ. If they wouldn't follow Christ, they probably wouldn't suffer. So it even goes so far. That's not only then if we, if we encounter any kind of suffering that we connected with Christ and look for meaning, but sometimes even following Christ, becoming one with him, causes suffering. This is really hard to understand and probably for many people not not reasonable to to understand at all. Um, but if we follow Christ, this can happen. 
So as St. Benedict wrote in this chapter that I read out, chapter 7, on humility, when struck on one cheek, they turn the other. When deprived of their coat, they offer their cloak. So Jesus recommends us rather to suffer than to inflict pain on somebody. This is the point. Very often we not only avoid suffering by taking pills or taking or drinking or distracting ourselves in order to not to feel it, but sometimes we inflict our pain, our suffering on others. We hand it on to others. But Jesus again recommends there is a cross that you have to carry and together with me you can carry it. You really should leave it with yourself. You should rather suffer in this little area than to cause pain and suffering around you. And I think if we all would do this, our world look, would really look better. Mm. You know, it's interesting that you brought up the medal of St. Benedict, where for many people it has become a important sacramental with its wonderful uh, element of vanquishing evil. It is a protector against evil. And for you to bring forward the fact that in this in the heart of the metal is a cross, and that that it is the cross of Christ, it's that bearing the suffering and us uniting with that, that's what conquers evil. And it, it is a puzzlement, isn't it? That's true. Exactly. This sacrifice conquers evil, and evil is basically the, the cause for the suffering. And this day-to-day -day life can be like a test of your faith, too. This is another meaning that Holy Scriptures and St. Benedict give to suffering. When he says, elsewhere in Scripture says, O God, you have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried by fire. So this is what I experience very often in my life, but also in the life I'm honored to accompany, that sometimes God, you might say, sends us across in order to let us grow, in order to test our faith so that this faith may become even stronger. And this is what you said in the beginning. Sometimes when you meet people that had to bear and to carry heavy crosses in their life, losses, illnesses, whatever it was, you can see they were tested like silver or gold. They are shining. They are so, so bright. They are humorous. They are light. They went through all this. So in other words, if you don't avoid suffering, but take it on, if it is really your cross, so don't take other on other crosses, you don't have to do this. But if you really take your cross and go the way with Jesus, you will mature, you will grow in the faith, and you will grow closer to God and closer to Jesus. And what better could you wish for? This is our goal. We all should hopefully bear in mind, again, the witnesses of those saints 
many of whom we may not realize even had those times of bewilderment about why. Yes, it is. And this is the reason why I wanted to bring up this topic, to encourage all of us to accept this fact of suffering. As you said, there are many martyrs. And as for the martyrs, those saints, it's obvious they had to suffer. Okay, we know this. But we don't know about the millions of Christians who suffered for the sake of Christ and are still suffering in their daily lives. And it is not seen by anybody. Nobody sees it. And this is understandable because you want to show this suffering. You feel ashamed that you have to suffer. You, 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 you guess you would increase your suffering if, if you share it. So people pretty much hide their sufferings, which is okay, which is good. Those who make a big drama of the, of the, of suffering, oh, I'm so, oh, and this and that, you know, those are mostly not the ones who suffer the most. And I think it's a good way to suffer silently and quietly, that, that this is a good way. But even more do we need those passages of the Holy Scriptures and of the Holy Rule to hold on to, to give a meaning to the suffering, that I am not wrong when I am suffer. You know, that I give it a perspective and that we honor all these modest and humble ways how people suffer without making a big fuss out of it. You know, again, because of that, the discipline of the holy rule, you are with the divine physician continually. You're not alone as long as you are constantly turning towards him. Yes. Yes, that is true. And I think our whole life is a story of healing. Christ works constantly on us to heal our wounds. Final thoughts, Father Mauritius? Yes, I would like to share um, an experience I had in Ireland. I visited this uh, beautiful monastic settlement settlement from the medieval times, Glendalough. And there's a beautiful stone cross, a huge cross. And there's a custom, a playful custom. So you have to go there and try to embrace this cross with your arms. So you put your arms around this cross. And there's the, the saying that so first of all, before you do this, you have to have a wish. You wish something for your life, for somebody, whatever. So you put a wish in your mind, and then you try to surround this cr big cross with your arms. And when you succeed to embrace it fully so that the fingers of the right and the left hand touch each other, so if you succeed to embrace it, then this wish will be fulfilled. That's the idea. You know, I did it, so I had a wish. I surrounded this cross with my arms, and actually I succeeded. And all of a sudden I realized, what did I do? I embraced the cross of Christ. That struck me. So if we embrace the cross of Christ in our own cross, 
our wishes will be fulfilled. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Father. Thank you. You've been listening to The Holy Rule of St. Benedict, A Spiritual Path for Today's World with Father Mauritius Vildi. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com. You can also hear it on the free Discerning Hearts app available on the iTunes and Google Play stores. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com and join us next time for The Holy Rule of St. Benedict, a spiritual path for today's world with Father Mauritius Fildi.